This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like, okay, let me find an underdog that I'm interested in. I'm like, oh, really? The Pac-12? <laughs> it goes without. It never fails. It always ends up being yeah. one of the Pac-12. It's one of the more volatile conferences, I believe which is why it lends to maybe grabbing some points with the underdogs. Washington plus 13 at Oregon is one of the dogs that I'm looking at. And now you're getting 13 over nearly two touchdowns with a underdog that can keep pace with one of the stronger offenses in the country. I definitely believe Mm -hmm. that Washington is also a live dog. So plus 380 on the money line is worth a sprinkle, but I definitely love the plus 13. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, 20 minutes from now. Lightning bets. Hopefully we can have a bet as good as that play from Pam Maldonado from Friday. She called it, Aaron, not just the plus 13 at Washington, but she called the outright upset plus 380 on the money line, Washington 37 Oregon 34, so we can take the Ducks right out of the national title picture. See ya. They're gone after that loss. Washington upsets them. That was a great call by Pam with you guys on Friday. It really was. And honestly, if you're the Ducks and you lose with 592 yards of offense, you can't do that. I mean, that's bad. And, I mean – it, it was it was just awful. I, I I know it's a rivalry game, but that's just inexplainable, you know, to do something like that. And it was weird. Like Bo Nix like left, and then he like cleared himself and played again. It, it was a bizarre game. It was, and it's you're right. You can't lose that game if you're Oregon at home with that many yards. I mean, you just can't lose that game. I know it's a conference game. And the Pac-12 is kind of weird, but. That was a bad loss by them. So, the, you know, the big the big moments on Saturday, Washington upsetting Oregon. And then TCU, we talked about that game, Aaron. They were an underdog, seven-point underdog at Texas. And they didn't do it with their offense. Their defense won them this game. I mean, because you think about the stats in this game, you mentioned 500 yards by Oregon. I mean, TCU didn't even have 300 yards, but they held Texas to under 200 yards in this game, held the ball, played keep away even turnover differential, and, and they get out. I mean, TCU, even now, you look at some of the, the the odds to win the national title, they're getting no respect. Like, they're getting none, as if they're still not going to make it. But I guess if they went out, they're just going to go, and they're going to leave Tennessee potentially out or the Big Ten loser out. But TCU just continues to win. Every single week they win. Yeah, TCU had 283 yards of offense, and more than one-third of that came on two touchdown plays. I mean, the thing about TCU is, like, they also keep finding ways to win. I mean, their defense was impressive, but sometimes it's taken miracles, and they just keep on doing it, similar to the Vikings. Like, they just keep finding ways to win, and sometimes it's just, I don't know, I hate to say luck, or things are just going their way, but that's kind of what – you know, has been the story for TCU um, as well. 
Yeah, right now at BetMGM, you can find TCU sitting at still 25 to 1 to win the national title. Like they still have the same number as Oregon, who, I, I mean, for me, it was eliminated on Saturday with that loss, with their mm-hmm. second loss. I just don't see any way Oregon even makes the playoff. I still think you're getting a pretty good number on TCU. If, if you think they could, they're going to be there, which if they win out, they're probably going to be there. I mean, Aaron, look, Georgia. Yeah asserted itself is obviously the best team. They're the favorite to win the national title. Tennessee's just kind of waiting for someone to fall out. The Ohio State-Michigan game in a couple weeks, that's everything, right? The winner is going to have a spot in, and the loser is going to be on that weird bubble spot with Tennessee and and with TCU. I I can't wait for that Ohio State-Michigan game, especially after last year where Ohio State lost to Michigan. It feels like this year could be a little revenge. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this Michigan team is good. Um, beating Nebraska 34-3, to um, 10-0. and 0. Um, None of their games have really been that close. Um, so I think that's going to be a really good game. I'm looking forward to that one. So I wanted to bring this up because I know, I think it was a Joe Knows question last week. Was that the, uh, the Drake May question about cashing out a Heisman ticket in one of our audience members have that question and i'm in this yeah and i'm in the same boat so this is so you have it what number do you have on drake may 100 to 1 and i think our listener may have had right i think our listener may have had a uh 200 or 250 to 1 uh something like that he had a big number and now he's at five to one so i looking at my cash out option so i i thought about it off of our discussion i thought about it before the weight game, and I did not. Held strong. Glad I did. Um, and now I'm getting offered 10, 11, 12 and a half times. So still not that wow. great. Um, I mean, it's it's a nice win, but right. I've got, got to think it over. Um, but, yeah, it's an interest, interesting discussion. Like, can he get to New York, I guess is the question. The numbers are there, um, and they're going to play in the ACC title game. Can he beat Clemson? You know, it looks like. Um, and then, so it's funny, like with, with that in mind, ESPN um, wrote up like the eight teams that still have a shot to the a path to the playoff. They included Clemson. They did not include North Carolina. Um, so that's one thing we talked about where ideally, if you're holding a ticket on someone, they have a path to the playoff. That's a knock against, mm. obviously. So I, I didn't read that column yet. Let me guess the teams. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, right? There's the four. Yes. They have the yep. pet. Tennessee. Yes. Five. Clemson, six. Yep. Yep. USC, seven. Yep. So the eight team that still has a path to play, it's got to be a two-loss team. Because you said yes. it's not North Carolina, and they're a one-loss team. So are they saying LSU with two losses? They win the SEC They're saying title. LSU, they win the SEC title. Yeah. Wow. So because we're locked into Georgia LSU, that's going to be the SEC title game. Georgia LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Which I yeah. guess my argument against that, if Clemson is included, why isn't North Carolina? I don't know. I still why. think They're both nine need, and one. Yeah. Right. I think you need a lot of help. Like. Obviously, North Carolina has to win, beat them in the ACC title game. But, like, you need help. You need LSU can't win the SEC. You need TCU to lose. You probably need Tennessee to lose again. Um, Are you going to beat out a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan team? 
So that might be tough. But I feel like that fourth spot could still be there. Because, like, let's let's put the three the two Big Ten teams in Georgia in, all right? Uh, I guess maybe TCU would have to lose twice. To, But I think that's – it's at least a conversation. If one's a conference winner and one's not, maybe North Carolina has the edge. And they've got a electrifying quarterback. Like, arguably – the best quarterback numbers wise in the nation. Um, and again, Stroud is just not impressive. I, I like, he's just kind of by default been the favorite and I'm just not like seeing it. Like I, I get it, but I just think there's a lot. I think Heisman, there's just a lot left to be desired in my mind, at least. So I think to answer your first question, I think he's going to be like if the season ends today, I think he's invited because they changed it a few okay. years ago, right? It used to be a it didn't used to be a set number of players. I remember some years it was like three, it was as much as six. It's now four. Like they they have the top four guys go. So I, I mean, right now I would think he's top four: Stroud, Hooker, Coram, May. Yeah, I think he's top four. So yeah, that gets him there. Yeah. How high can Caleb your Williams. cash out go? Like, what what are right. you look? Are you looking for a cash? Do you think he's going to win it? Probably not. What are you? Cash you out. have a number in your head? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a floor in my head, which I wonder if they'll offer. But would it would be about a twenty-five to one? So like, kind I of think, double yeah. what you got right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Double what I have right now. Now, would they offer that? I don't know. Like, again, I don't, maybe he can. I mean, we've seen guys like Manziel do this. It was a different playoff format, and they weren't there. But I don't know. I like just the, the numbers, and if you watch them. I mean, he had three touchdowns, I think 250 at halftime the other day. And then he eventually ran for one. But if he's throwing up 505 every week, and they win the ACC title, forget the playoff. Let's just say they win the ACC title. Uh, how is he not... I don't know. I agree. I think he's very much in the conversation. But, again, gun to my head, do I think he can actually win? Probably not. I mean, he le- he's fourth in yards, so he could end up the yards leader. In- I mean, he's he's 700 yards ahead of C.J. Stroud. I know he's got more attempts and all that, and Stroud is just different. But he also has as many touchdowns as Stroud. He has less interceptions. He's having a remarkable season. And – the fact that he's a freshman just makes it even crazier. Like, he's this is out of nowhere. Yeah, 100's a great Which number. Is, I mean, that's an incredible number. Yeah. And by the way, so when are you going to cash Marvin out? Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I will look at their schedule. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm like, you got to figure it out, right? Because you don't want to miss the boat and get too right. greedy and, and then it goes down. <laughs> So I don't think – I think I've got some time because I like Georgia Tech. If he falls apart against Georgia Tech, all right, that's on me, I guess. And then NC State, I guess I'll see, I'll kind of look at it before the NC State game. But right. I think I might as well ride it until the ACC title game at least um, and kind of make up my mind before that game is how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I wonder if he can win it by beating Clemson. Like if you – hold on, is that the game? They're not going to make the playoff, you know, even though the, I agree with you, there's not that difference them, them and Clemson, but, but that could be his moment. They win the ACC. He's a freshman. He has 45 touchdown passes or whatever. The last three weeks, his numbers are insane. Last four weeks, he has, since 
the Duke game in mid-October, he now has 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, and has probably thrown for, you know, like 1,600 yards in these four games. This is nuts. I don't know. And the other thing about Stroud is I haven't been overly, like, wowed by C.J. Stroud. Like, he's good. Nope. And Hooker yeah, lost the game, right? Yeah, the Hooker thing has calmed down. Could Blake Corum come and steal this thing? If he runs wild against Ohio State, you worried about that at all? Like, he's the one that I'm not really – like, I get the case, but I don't know. You go – I can't say North Carolina's had, like, the toughest schedule in the world, but kind of a who is – if he runs all over Ohio State, then that's a concern. But don't you have to yeah. give it to the quarterback, like, over a running back at least? I don't know. I think – there's a case to be made that Michigan, and I don't know, like, again, not a Heisman voter, not anywhere close to a Heisman voter. And so I don't know, like, the exact, is it kind of like an MVP? But, like, is there a good chance Michigan is in the exact same spot that they are without Blake Corm? Yeah, I think there's a half-decent chance. Probably. Is North Carolina anywhere close to this without Drake May? Absolutely not. No. No, that's true, right? It's, um, it's more of like an MVP versus a most outstanding player type of thing. It's just I, – that's the only one I'd worry about that maybe jumps up on you. Like, you kind of know what Stroud is. You kind of know what you're getting out of Hooker at this point with the way the votes might go. If Corum runs for 200 on Ohio State and has three touchdowns and they win, that's that's like a wild card. But, yeah, I don't know, you got a good number. You, and you got, a, you got a good ticket. It's a matter of, of when you want to cash out. So, that's that. And I So, so what's – What's going on? this? Because now I'm looking forward to two weeks from now in college football. What's our best game coming up this week? Michigan-Illinois? I don't think Michigan's going to lose to Illinois. Could TCU get tripped up by Baylor this coming Saturday? Oh, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. they're only a three-point favorite in that game. They keep finding ways to win, so I guess probably not. But, I mean, it's absolutely possible. And then USC-UCLA is the biggest one this weekend. Right, which UCLA... I guess they had an outside shot, but that's dead. So, like, can UCLA kill USC's playoff chances? Definitely. Yeah, we could. Caleb Williams has to ball out too. Sure, he does. They're they're yeah. two and a half point favorites in this game in in UCLA. It doesn't matter where they play. And Caleb Williams got some good numbers too. It's like he's fifth in this Heisman race. He's got thirty-one touchdowns exactly. picks this year. Wow! Like I he's think not. What he does. He needs to make a statement against UCLA. I feel like he's not totally dead in the Heisman conversation. If he, like, puts up numbers and gets them to the playoff, all of a sudden he has entered the chat. Yeah. It, yeah, because if he has impressive games against UCLA and Notre Dame, I think he's not out of it as well. Well, and they're not out of the national title picture, right? If TCU trips up and they keep winning, you know, that USC thing – you, you know the committee would want USC there. If, if there's a real case and things break their way, yeah, they absolutely could be there. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good weekend this week. And then, of course, we get two weeks from now, we get, a, we get the big one with, um, with Michigan-Ohio State, which is almost like a, a, you seal a spot. The winner seals a spot in the four yeah. by winning that game. So it's going to be fun. One and, more uh, note. We'll be following one the more tr- note. Yep. Uh, Kansas State still alive for the Big 12 title. They could find their way back to TCU facing 11 to 1. It's a good number. So TCU basically eliminated Texas, which was nice. 
Longhorns are dead in the Big 12. <laughs> we got a lot to hit on next. It is time for our lightning bets. Monday Night Football plays next right here on the BetQL Network.